gentlemen, welcome back to another action-packed episode of Monday Night Horror. And soda-packed episodes as well, apparently. <laughs> Mike, what are you drinking this evening? I am drinking Orangette. Oh, yes, Orangette. Very it is popular. The, uh, the Sam's Choice generic orange soda. And in your opinion, is that is that one of the better orange sodas, or all or all the Sam's Choice just awful? No, actually, it's 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 very nice. It's very <laughs> crisp and refreshing. <laughs> it is. It has a nice taste to it. A lot of orange sodas are way too strong, but this is almost like drinking fizzy orange juice. Oh, kind of like a uh, bipolar. They make something called orange dry. Have you ever okay. had that? Nope. You should try to find it, and it is absolutely delicious. It tastes kind of like you mixed orange juice with orange soda, and there's a little bit of pulp in there. Oh, I like pulp. It is a pretty fantastic version of orange soda. I'll have to look into that. Yes, yes, you will. Now, uh, before we get started here on the the movie, uh, give me your opinion. On on what, soda or the movie? (laughs) On uh, the 28th Lingus. The 28th Lingus. Well, it was definitely better than the 27th. Oh, it was quite quite a Lingus. Okay. <laughs> anyway. It was quite a Lingus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as good as the 18th, but I mean, come on. Nothing's better than the 18th They Lingus, deteriorate right? with age. <clears throat> so, anyway, ladies and germs. Without further ado, we're going to be watching the remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street that came out in, what did you say, Mike, 2010? <laughs> yeah. We're really bad at these debates. Again, <laughs> this isn't a research podcast. We just we just like to watch horror movies and talk about them and figured you guys want to hear us. 2010, yes. All right. So there you go. So A Nightmare on Elm Street, 2010, with uh, Jackie Earl Haley. So, yes, that's uh, ready. Are, yes, are you ready, Mike? I'm ready. Okay, I'm hitting play now. That means everybody else, including you, Mike, should also have hit play. Oh, damn, I hit fast forward. Oh, too late now. So we got the new line cinema logo. Yep. Now, what's interesting, I think I may have said this in a previous podcast, I had a really, really hard time like, figuring out that like New Line Cinema was a like a, a company, and I thought that it just played in front of one movie in particular that I liked, which was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So every time I saw the New Line logo, I got really, really excited that it was going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it wasn't. And it was absolutely fucking heartbreaking for like four goddamn years until I figured out that like, oh, wait, that's a company that makes multiple movies. That's not the Ninja Turtle company. It took four years of that happening for you to realize it. <laughs> yeah, probably, man. But and I'm this, talking, this I wasn't, was like last I wasn't week, tw- right? fuck off. <laughs> I was going to say I wasn't like 12. I was like fucking four years old. Oh, okay. So I didn't really have an understanding of movie companies. I was just like, oh, that little logo plays before Turtles. So this must be Turtles. Right. Uh, Yeah, I I know what you mean. You know. So get off my back. Anytime I'd see the Universal logo, I thought it would be a classic monster movie. Correct. 
And then Correct. it turned out to be something else. And you were like, wait a minute, I thought this was Dracula. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it was that same thing. So now that we're done talking about that, we've been sitting through these credits, children mm-hmm. playing hopscotch and <clears throat> and little blocks and swing sets, and everyone's name is written in chalk. Yeah. You see kind of the dancing girls a little bit, the Freddy girls. Now, I I feel like this this opening is a little, I don't know, misleading, for lack of a better term. Okay. Like, watching this, I would almost think that it's kind of going to be a prequel. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I guess, in a sense, like... It, it is a little have. bit. I mean, it's got, like, prequel aspects. It's not full-fledged prequel but they definitely go back and forth right yeah i was gonna say something but we've got the uh the panning in at the the diner yes the light is flashing red and green yes just like freddie's sweater i never noticed that i never put that together and i had heard that they tried to get um nancy from the original to do a cameo here as a waitress, and she wouldn't do it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, what was the reason? Did they say like she just wanted too much, or I don't remember. Gotcha. I remember that was. I think that was a big reason that um, Betsy Palmer didn't do a lot of stuff with Friday the Thirteenth because she she was asking for more money than they were willing to pay. Right. I believe. Don't don't quote me. Anybody out there, don't fucking quote me. Fuckers. Just don't do it. Don't do it. All 26 listeners, don't, don't <laughs> fuck optimistic. around, all right? <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck around. Because you're 26 listeners, I probably, I know you. I probably personally know all of you. And I will deep fry your feet. Ooh. <laughs> Something that I realized about these movies, like, I guess, like, late 2000 horror movies, mm-hmm. none of the characters I really attach to. Yeah. Like, everybody is just kind of expendable to me. I'm not like, oh, I really root for this character. Like, I don't know. In the first one, you really, I feel you really get to know Nancy. Like, Heather Longenkamp. Yes. And that, that was um, something I was thinking about. Um, I was going to say, you were really delayed on that yes. So I was like... Did I was trying to swallow something. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and it, well, it wasn't the orange jet, folks. <laughs> but um, comparing this one to the original, oh, God. you get a much better um, connection between the kids. Um, the kids in, in this one seem really distant from each other. Oh. Yes. Yeah, nobody seems genuine. And the original, they walk to school together and they do the sleepover party. Yeah. Where they have the goofy sound effects on the tape recorder and they're trying to trick their parents into making them think they're somewhere else. Correct. And you just get a really good dynamic of the kids as friends. And I think that's because in the original, Freddy isn't introduced right away. No, and and in total, what's he in the movie for like eight minutes? Yeah, <clears throat> right. It's like Michael Myers. Like Michael Myers in the movie for like twenty or twelve minutes. 
Right. Right. And in this one, as soon as we get here, we're already dropped into a situation of awful things happening. Yeah. We really don't get to see the kids in their natural state. Correct. I also think it, it goes into the same thing that I said about the Friday the 13th was like, this isn't a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. This is a Freddy movie. Exactly. Yep. So you're meant to root for Freddy. Yeah, yeah. Even if not root for him, like I don't know, you kind of enjoy what he's doing. Right. You you're going like, to I watch at, this to see Freddy. The other thing that I see, like the the kids that are I don't know, like they're they're supposed to be in school. I don't know. I never hung out at a diner when I was <laughs> sixteen. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's and a like, strange place for them to be hanging out. Yeah. And then, like, he's mad because Dean's talking to his ex. But I'm like, God, those are those guys were those two were dating. They don't look like the people that would be dating in high school. No. It's a strange mixture of kids. Yes. And then the, the waitress girl is kind of like an artist. Yes. Sort of. And then this kid kind of looks like a skater. Yep. Yeah, like but skater stoner. On the swim team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really weird grouping of kids. Yeah, come on, Quentin. You fuck. Piece <laughs> of shit. So, like, so Dean is a Dean is awake at the diner, and he just keeps drifting in and out, apparently. Right, yeah. Because he because says I... he's been awake for three days or something. Yeah. Now, we haven't gotten don't, to this don't yet. Don't move your microphone wire, goddammit. We, we haven't gotten okay. to this yet. But, um... In the original, Freddy is a child murderer, right? Yes. Yep. In this one, he's a child molester. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's like, I don't think he, does he, I don't think he, like, full-on rapes anybody, but he, like, he likes to, like, touch a little, the way that I gathered was he likes to touch a little inappropriately. Yeah. Right? Right. Now, in the original, he's a child murderer. He gets caught. Yeah, he goes to court, and he gets off. He gets off on a technicality, right? Whatever it was. So the parents, rather than allowing him to be released back into the community, decide to any justice kill him. Right. In this one, he's molesting the children or touching the children, so the parents decide to kill him. <laughs> right, <laughs> which seems. A little strange. Um, um I, I don't know. I, rather than calling we'll get, the police. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. I really like this. I really like this scene. Uh, where he's making him kill himself. Yeah, and like the I like how it goes from the like that. Mm-hmm. You don't see the death in the in the dream world. You see it in reality. Right. I think that was that was really cool. Once again, that's kind of the same way that Michael Bay started, uh, what's it called? Friday the 13th. Friday, 
Michael Bay is also the producer for this one. Yeah, Platinum Dunes. Um. So anyway, we were saying the... I don't know that for sure. Oh, that the parents just, I don't know, took the law into their own hands immediately. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think that that's out of the realm of possibility or even normal. I feel like forming a lynch mob and chasing him down with your cars. I think that's a little ridiculous. I feel like it probably would have been like one pissed off dad or a couple pissed off dads that get drunk and then go to his house and fucking murder him. Yeah. Like shoot him. Mm hmm. So we're at the funeral. But I don't think now. it I don't think it would be like a lynch mob. Yeah, so there's the little blonde girl with the claw marks on her chest. And Freddie coming out of the grave. And, and then, yeah, I don't know. Everybody, all characters always just, in newer horror movies, they just seem so forgettable. Yeah. And they're, they're, it's because they're just there to be killed. I guess. Because nobody really gives a shit about the character. Because at this point, it's like, oh, it's a remake. So yeah. we know what's kind of going to happen. Right. Yeah, Nancy. Talk to Uncle Feely. <laughs> <laughs> Principal McFingerdiddle. Is, is that his actual character name? Oh, I believe so. <laughs> That's how he's credited. <clears throat> Principal McFingerdiddle. I, I also find it hard to believe that none of these kids remember that they knew each other when they were little. Yeah. Be, I, it's not like they're super little in these pictures. Correct. And what's what's funny is like nobody remembers. Like none of them. I can understand if like Nancy didn't remember if it's like, oh God, like no, I didn't meet him till I was in like middle school. Yeah. Like, but if Dean's like, no, 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 I remember. I remember we used to we used to go on the swing set together. Your mom used to bring you over. Like, oh. <laughs> Just like you said I was at Dan's birthday party or something. <laughs> Yes. I you don't were. remember that. Did I ever say that? Yes, you did. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> you told me that I was at like Dan's birthday party once. Huh. I don't and remember. And I was like, that. I don't I don't remember being there. But I don't you don't remember, remember you telling being me? there? I don't remember saying it. <laughs> oh, all right. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching Nightmare on Elm Street well, I guess remake. It's plausible that these kids could not remember. <laughs> we're thirty. We're like, oh, I don't remember that conversation from a month ago. <laughs> Who are you? What, what movie are we what watching? Am I doing? Oh God. So Nancy right, says, so. you have no idea what I've seen, which kind of makes you think that she's already having the dreams about Freddy. Correct. Which I think everybody has already started having the dreams. Well, mm -hmm. not not the blonde girl, who you think is the main character. Right. She's kind of like the Tina character. Yes. Um. But yeah, like she just started having the dreams, but 
it seems that Nancy has already started. Obviously, Dean had them because he died. And then uh, the the bad boy with the leather jacket. Yes. Because of his reaction. And then we know that the skater has started seeing him as well when we get to like the library scene. I absolutely hated this here. It doesn't look as good. No. It looked so like so CGI right there. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And in the, the original it looked really good. Yeah, that's because the original it was legit. They just stretched a like a fabric, I think it was. Mm. They stretched a fabric over the wall. I don't think that that's an actual like CG. That's a physical effect. Yeah. And then they just pressed through the fabric to give the, you know, the effect of coming through the wall. Right. They did that same thing in uh, Friday the 13th, part six. What, uh, what, what, what scene? In the camper when uh, oh, Jason smashes yeah. the girl's face through the wall. Oh, that was a stretch, like a fabric wall? That was like a uh, piece of, I forget what it was. It was a piece of something like acrylic, maybe soft acrylic. Okay. And they forced her face through it. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yep. Ah. All right. So she's like giving her shit about looking at pictures. Don't look at those damn pictures. What's wrong with you? They're mine. I do need to know what you look like as a baby. (laughs) Just listen to me. (laughs) I'm your mother. Mother knows best. Now put me back in the root cellar. (laughs) (laughs) So she saw footsteps. Outer door. So she walks to where she assumes the footsteps went, which was the garage. Yes. And she's going to go up in the attic at night. Something that I find very, very odd is like looking at these people. They're supposed to be, I would say, tops 18 because... They're in high school. High school, yeah. And I'm like, they don't look like they're 18. And they also get treated like they're 12. Like the mom's like, come on, it's late. Go to bed. Like, she's 18. My parents never gave a shit when I was 18. No, not unless... Like, when I was when I was know, an older teenager... Four in the morning. Yes. But when I was an older teenager, like, my dad would, like, open up the bedroom door when he was going to bed. And he'd say goodnight and tell me to keep the noise down. And that was it. It was up to me to put myself to bed at a reasonable time because I had to get up for school in the morning. Which we never did. Correct. And then you just struggle. But regardless, Nancy, put those photos away. Why are you looking at those? Like, I don't know, because I just want to fucking look at the photos. Yeah. Mind your own business, Mom. Yeah. Does it matter? I'm sorry. I was looking at family photos of our family that I love. (laughs) It's not like she's doing drugs or... Yeah, or looking at porn or something. She's looking at family photos. (laughs) Nancy, Nancy, put those... It's not even Nancy, whatever her name is. Forgettable blonde girl. Tina character. And now she's like, wait a minute. Why is there a picture of me? And why is there this creepy-ass fucking doll here? And these shredded clothes. I don't understand why you would keep those. 
Yeah. Two things. Because you know she's going to find them One, eventually. Let's 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 hit pause here. Okay. Okay. I am paused at my uh my end time is one seventeen fifty six. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching this on Netflix, so we have to go by end time, not by pause time, because Netflix. So I'm at one seventeen fifty six. Okay. Um. So she goes up into the attic space in the garage and finds old pictures of herself as a child. In there is a normal picture of her. Just a normal picture of her. And then, like, this creepy-ass baby doll. And all I think is, like, why isn't that normal picture of her just in, like, a regular photo album? What the fuck? Like, I can understand if, like, Freddy was in the picture. (laughs) I could get that. But, like, I don't understand. And the doll? Like, why isn't that... Right, what, what, what the sort fuck of hide is, about that? The doll, yeah. Is it going to jog memories? But then the other thing that I think is, like, you have, like, this secret box that you don't want her to find because she was, like, molested by the janitor when she was a kid. So you went on a vigilante mission and murdered the janitor. Then you keep the clothing that your daughter was molested in in a box upstairs. Yeah, with Why? with his Why? his claw marks on it. Yeah, like I would probably get rid of that stuff thinking like, hmm, that's evidence. Who has reason to kill the janitor? Oh, look. The woman whose child was molested by the janitor. Right. And you know, what is she going to say if Nancy finds that someday? Yeah. Like, mom, what's this shredded dress? Oh, with, Nancy, when you were four, picture. you were attacked by a rabid badger. <laughs> Name Freddy. Worry. Mama saved you. Mama saved you. It's okay. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna we're gonna hit play. Um, she just she had just pulled the cord on the light. She's about to turn around. And spoiler alert: Freddy's gonna be there. Anyway, so let's hit play now. Okay. <laughs> And there he is. Oh, her name's Chris. Oh, there you go, Chris. We'll learn. Chris, Nancy, Dean. I didn't get the leather jacket, kid. Uh, Dean's the dead one, right? Yes. So then we have leather jacket kid, and Quentin, Quentin. is the skating Quentin's swimmer. him, yeah, the skater. Their conversations are really awkward, too. Yeah. They're immediately foreboding. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, I guess he's just like, hey, I know that you were really close to Dean. That's the only thing I could think, and he just wanted to be a comfort. But it seems very weird. Yeah. So then Quentin's dad is the guidance counselor? But yeah, or the principal, Somebody or the important. gym teacher, or the janitor, Kevin Nash, apparently. <laughs> Kevin Nash. <laughs> he he does have a resemblance. Yes. There's the other kid, but I can't, I don't remember his name. Forgettable character four. Yes, that's him. So, 
were listening to social studies. Yes. Everyone has to open their books to page 84. He, yes, he asked them to open their books to page 84, and the original Nightmare on Elm Street was filmed in 84. Ah! It's a nice little nod there. Wow. Did you figure that out on your own? No, I read it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty, folks. Honesty. How many things do I figure out on my own? This is very true. Um, supposedly, Jackie Earl Haley was the original cast for Freddy. In this movie? No, I believe in the original. He was like the original cast and, and couldn't do it for some reasons. I don't know if it was like contracts or something. And Robert, I believe that that's how it happened. Now, I, I had heard a story about that. And this is what I heard. I heard that he went to audition for the original Nightmare. Right. And he went with Johnny Depp as support. And the story is that when Wes Craven saw Johnny Depp, he liked the look of him so much that he offered him the part in the movie. Um, But then I was reading an interview with uh, what's his name? Jackie Earl Haley. Yes. And he said, Jesse, Jesse, leather jacket boy is Jesse. Okay. Uncle Jesse. Yes. So he said that he has no recollection of auditioning for nightmare on Elm street. Really? Or of being friends with Johnny Depp. (laughs) He said, really? It's possible that he did audition and he doesn't remember. And maybe he sat next to Johnny Depp in the waiting room. Right. And that could be where the rumor or that that story came from. Gotcha. That they were like, oh, yeah, they were here together. Like, no, no, no. We we walked in together because we pulled into the parking lot together. Right. But <laughs> and we were just he, he has no no recollection of that. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I was also just reading that um, that they're doing a nightmare, another nightmare this year. Really? Yeah, supposedly. Um, but then I was also reading that Robert said that he doesn't want to do it. He's like, ah, I think I'm just too old to be Freddy at this point. Mm-hmm. But then other people were like, yep, Robert signed on. <laughs> so I have to do more uh, do more research on it. Anybody out there want to just make it easy, you can just post on our Facebook that nobody goes to. We're lonely. <laughs> <laughs> no. So so Chris's mom is a stewardess, and she needs to leave. Yes, immediately. I'm sorry, we, we, get off, we get off topic of the movie because the movie is rather forgettable to me. Yes, there's not much happening to discuss in no. the movie. No. And, and again, there's, there's really no, like, plot, no character development, like... I'm not saying that there's not any. It's just severely lacking, I feel. Yeah, it's, again, not much to discuss. So yeah. she sets the alarm and, you now know. We've got a, a shot of it. Okay, now it's nighttime, nighttime on Elm Street. 
And we know something bad's going to happen because it's of nighttime course. and everyone's going to start falling asleep. Yeah, and she's alone. She's home alone. But, like, just so many shots are just, I don't know, they just seem very generic, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah, and... Um, There's long shots that don't have anything to do, like, that really don't push anything forward. Right. Of all of the, the slasher remakes that came out around this same time, I think this one gets the most um, shit Yes, from critics and fans. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, the, I'd agree. I would agree with that. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre got really good feedback. Yeah, it was awesome. And I Friday was 2009 got decent feedback. Solid, but this one always movie. gets a lot of crap. Yeah, well, again, just I don't know, very poor character development. Yeah, so I think now John Stamos is here. Yes, Uncle Jesse. Right. Uncle Jesse. In. Jesse, that's his name. Yes, Jesse climbed in the window like the neighbor on Clarissa explains. Oh, I was it all. just gonna say it. <laughs> what was his name? Zach. Was his Zeke. name Zach? Zeke. I think it was Zeke. Really? Did he have a strange name? I don't know. The brother's name was Ferguson. Right, I remember that, yep. But anyway, this is Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. Oh, I, I read something I wanted to bring up with you. <laughs> okay. As 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 um, Tina... So here, hold on. Chris hold on. tells Jesse about the dream. So, yeah, so this is where... This is where Chris and Jesse realize that they're having the same dreams. Um, when we did the uh, oh, and the the shirt she's wearing, the jersey type shirt, yeah, is uh, the same number from the original uh, nightmare that Johnny Depp's character wears. Oh, okay, in the bedroom. Yeah. I think, unless it's the other guy. Whoever's wearing the jersey in the original, oh, it's the same I think, number. I think Depp is, Depp is billed as the, the like the, the jock. jock, the football. Yeah. Uh, when we did the episode on the 2009 Friday, right? Um, we had commented about in Jason's tunnel, there's a wheelchair um, yep. hanging on the wall. And we made the reference to Franklin from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. But uh, I read that that it's actually a a um tip of the hat to wheelchair guy in oh in part two part two yeah and that's what i was gonna say i but i'm like well this is a remake so technically that didn't happen but it's it's an easter egg for fans of the series right yeah i always like watching window shots like when they're just how they were just up close because if you look in the windows you can see cool reflections and in that one you could see people walking like camera crew and stuff like that oh <laughs> and that's something they always try to avoid correct yeah so that you always you always shoot at different angles but sometimes you just can't you can't get the right shot sometimes you just and fuck up that's right sometimes you're just a woman and sometimes you're a bowl of pudding that's and other times you're tina that's right who's all three Yes. Oh, she's like, at first she's like, it almost looks like she's happy to see Rufus. And then she's like, oh, wait, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know how she didn't realize that to begin with. Yeah. But the initial look on her face looked happy almost. Like, oh, sweet. Rufus. Oh, wait. Well, maybe he bit her yesterday. Maybe. Or she bit him. Maybe. So she runs. Now she's in a, uh, she's in a preschool. Uh, I'm assuming it's her preschool. Yes. The preschool where they all went to preschool, but don't remember. Correct. Nobody remembers. And then they weren't allowed to, I guess their parents just kept them away from each other. I guess so. Even though they all ended up at the same high school. Yeah. She's like, oh, I didn't meet him until middle school. Like, really? How'd you not meet him in elementary school? Where where did you all go to elementary school? Or like everybody moved away and then everybody moved back to Elm Street. Once middle school came around, they're like, well, that's uh, good enough. We can move back. Yeah. We can't keep up the lies much longer. <laughs> so she has the dream about uh, Freddy. And uh, yeah, she's in the preschool. So she's trying to put it all together. She's a sweaty mess. Wake up, Jesse. Uncle Jesse's dreaming of his wife, Rebecca. <laughs> Who's back at home. And and that new song he's writing for the Rippers. <laughs> Yes, his wife is back in the full house. <laughs> I always found it interesting with full house that, uh, like, <laughs> Uncle Jesse was part of the Rippers. <laughs> Uncle Jesse was part of the Rippers, and it was supposed to be, like, this badass rock group. But, like, all they played was, like, Beach Boys songs and stuff. Yeah. And it's not like they were in 1960. Like, the show was made in the 90s. So, like, they could have been playing, like, some some ripping like 80s metal or even like 70s hard rock like kiss and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah i all right so anyway you get that too go ahead no well now we're back with with chris all right or tina chris so so here comes the the iconic scene and i feel like the remakes of the scenes that they tried to do were just awful i think this was terrible yeah like, it's, I don't know, it just seems very possession. That was good. The slice is good. Slice is good, but the the effect from the original, and I believe that they use the, they use like the tumbling room, which was used in like uh, Singing in the Rain. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they used for that scene to make it look like she was all over. Like the house just rotated. Yeah. Um, Or the room. Sorry. But I love the, I love the physicalness of it. It looks, it looks so much creepier watching her dragged around the, the walls and the ceiling, just blood everywhere. Mm -hmm. This was just kind of bashing her and then slashing her. Bashing and slashing. Bashing and slashing. The bash-slinging slasher. <laughs> the trash-dinging. <laughs> I like how he was running, and somebody's just like, Hey, you! Yeah, you! I'm calling the cops. Why? You call the cops on everybody who's outside? <laughs> yeah. Hey, how dare you be running through the neighborhood? I'm calling the cops. And see, like this. It's the middle of the night. You need to go to bed. 
and then she's like, now. Yeah. So what? So oh, Nancy has like a bathroom in her room. I got it. This guy is just a master of getting into people's houses. Nobody and her mom's awake. How did she not hear? Hey, hey! (laughs) Yeah, there's quite a bit of commotion going on in there. What's stomping? I'd be like, whoa, whoa! You know what's what's going on? Like he's talking full volume. Oh yeah, she's whispering. And Nancy's lack of emotion is stunning. Yeah. Wow. Stop moving, Mike. You're really fucking with your mic. I don't hear anything. I oh, I heard you. You like tossed and turned. It sounded like. I haven't moved. Now, oh, okay. So what? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like they, they put this together rather quickly. Yeah. Also how she's she's like, Nancy, like obviously somebody is in the room. I hear a fucking conversation. Oh, there we go, finally. Yeah, Nancy doesn't react a whole lot to that. Like if it was the middle of the night and someone came through my window covered in blood, I'd probably yeah, be I would freaking out a little bit. I would definitely have more of a fucking reaction. Even if I knew who it was. <clears throat> but yeah, Nancy's very emotionless. And then, you, like, just blindly, like, that's his name. He's in all of our heads. He's going to get us. The only thing I know is we can't fall asleep. Like, how the fuck did he put all this together? Yeah, they figure it out pretty fast. Some of them even know it right from the beginning. Yeah, it's like, because then when they go to Quentin, Quentin's like trying to stay awake and stuff. Yeah. So obviously now he's saying, you know, that that, that he didn't do it and she knows uh, it's very cryptic what he's saying. Now we're uh, we're in jail. Yeah, so he must be eighteen. Yeah, I don't think they would just throw an underage minor in prison with another no. mate. <laughs> Correct. So there we go. So they are they have to be at least eight. Well, that's it. They're eighteen, unless they failed. And got held back. <laughs> They're in fourth grade. It's interesting that, like, the cameras that they have, I don't know if they have cameras in the cells. I don't know. What, but, in real life? Yeah. Not typically. No, I didn't think so. But on the camera screen, it was a, it was like a picture of the cell, as though there's a camera inside the cell. Right, like a surveillance camera. Correct. You said to call you if I needed to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. We could totally call and talk and shit. As long as my dad doesn't know that I'm awake. <laughs> so, discount Mark Wahlberg is pissed off that <laughs> Jesse wants to stay awake. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. 
It's the great value, Mark Wahlberg. Right You're there. right. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell search engine are they using? Gigablast? I always. Oh, I love it. Something I always look at whenever, uh, whenever we're watching movies and people use like Google, and I love seeing what they name the stuff. Yeah. Gigablast. I did really like this, where, like, he starts to drift off, and then the computer itself drifts off. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's, I, I thought that that was, like, a pretty, pretty cool, symbolic way to be like, oh, here we go, without blatantly just being asleep. Yeah, and he sees the little girl. And she disappears. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Do you know why they say that? <laughs> that's oh god. Oh my god. Fucking Freddy versus Jason. That's gonna be a fucking riot when we do that one. Oh, you know why they say that? Because that's when he comes for you. Whoa! What a realization, bro. You figure that one out on your own, Sherlock. What a great line. Oh god, yeah, that movie's chock fucking full of them. So now he's he's walking through the library. There's just piles of books all over the place. I like the I like the cartoons on the left and the right. Yeah, really creepy looking cartoons. Yeah. So he sees like a reading circle. Yep. With Freddie reading. Of course. And he's not shocked when he wakes up either. No, he's just like, no, yeah, whoa. He's, yeah, he's he is so fine with it, just like ah. Walks past your bail they did there, yep. So obviously we're in Minnesota. <laughs> oh yeah, there, boy. Oh, your folks are hosers, you know. They they came in, they posted your bail real quick there. Oof da. So you're uh, you're uh, you're free to go there, you know. <laughs> At this point, we don't even know when he fell asleep. <laughs> Correct. However, I really liked like he's like it seems legit, and then he's walking away, and he turns around, and the brick wall is right behind him. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, there are scenes in this that I think were really really neat yeah and it screws with you as the viewer too because like i said we don't know when he fell asleep yeah and it gets to the point where you're watching and you're like i can't even keep track of what's a dream and what's actually happening which i think is a really really cool thing to be able to do right yeah you know because then as the viewer it really makes you question everything mm -hmm. yeah I like that little finger twitch that uh, that Jackie would do. Yeah. And I know a lot of a lot of fans were not happy that Freddie was switched. Yes, I know. Yeah, but I don't think he did a bad job. No, and I think something that I find very respectable respectable of Jackie is that he didn't try to be Robert. 
No, he didn't. He he like I don't I don't think he tried to recreate Robert or be Robert England Freddy. He was just himself. And I think the fact that they changed the makeup was good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the makeup's a lot uh scarier, I think. It's it's yeah, a lot more when, realistic. It's realistic. Yeah. And that's what they were going for. They said that they're like we we really looked at pictures of burn victims, like what they would actually look like. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And they, they actually toned it down a little bit when they were finished. Oh, did they really? Because they that. made it look so much like an actual burn victim that they were afraid that the audience wasn't going to be able to look at it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And see, I, I think that they should have kept that then. You know, yes, and then just this, this nobody would have looked at it, and it wouldn't have gotten bad reviews. But yeah, I thought it was really cool. I like that Freddy looks different because it's it's not supposed to be the same thing, right? So, if they would have just made it look like Robert, people would have shit on it because oh, you just wanted to look. Like, why didn't you just get Robert to play the part? You know that everybody would criticize it for some reason, right? And Robert gave his blessing on the new Freddy. Oh, did he? Yeah, he he said he liked it. I love this line coming up. Did you know after the heart stops beating, the brain keeps functioning for well over seven minutes? Here it is. (laughs) And he's right. That is true. I, I just love it. And then he's got that that fucking laugh just that like i don't even know it's like almost like a groaning laugh yeah and we're gonna pop some pills yep oh that's cool very typical of his character yes Oh, God. I don't think he has a good line in the whole thing. No. (laughs) Gotta believe in something, you know. Yep, sure. Talking about the paper, and she's talking about her dream. At the school, and we didn't get together until like sixth grade. I find that very hard to believe. You live in the same fucking place, and you didn't know each other until sixth grade. <laughs> you didn't even run into the person. Yeah, it's not like they're in a city. It's a small town. Yeah. Usually, everybody knows everybody. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like they make the connection so quickly in this one. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. It just, everything comes together so, so abruptly. Yeah, it's too easy. It's not the sort of conclusion that people would jump to. Yeah, I would never in a million years jump to 
I'm being murdered by someone in my dreams and you're having the same dreams about this part. Like, oh my God, it's going to mean something. I'd be like, I don't know. Maybe we just like, maybe we just thinking of the same movie or something. Like I, I wouldn't jump to the conclusion that there's a dream killer murdering us. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But they, they figure that out really fast. Like I said, yeah. some of them know it right from the start. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if I would like, I don't know if I would think of a way like to devise a plan to beat him. Even if like, even if it did happen, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh my God, we're all dreaming about the same thing. I don't think that my brain would formulate like, all right, well, what I have to do is go into the dream world and, and attack him and bring him into my world. Like, wait, what? Like, that's not how dreams work. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, I don't know, just the the thought process of people in movies. I mean, it's a fucking movie, but, you know. Zero emotion between Nancy and her mother. Yeah. That whole scene could have been cut out. Also, I love I love in the original how Nancy's mom is a raging alcoholic. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. And th- it like, makes I, her more realistic. Correct, because like you fucking murdered a man in cold blood. <laughs> you have his glove in your basement. <laughs> yeah, and you're hiding a huge fucking secret. So like I, you know, I would think I would probably be a little fucked up too. Yeah. Yeah, I I really like Nancy's mom in the original. It's also weird to see, which I mean, I don't know. I guess I just not thinking of technology, but like, no, that makes sense. I was going to say 2010 and she's still like, they're using like house phones and iPods, but I'm like, all right, yeah, that I guess so. 10 years ago. I still had a house phone ten years ago. Yeah, and I had an and I had an MP3 player. Oh, she had. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a phone there, but she had an MP3 player in her room. Got a phone anyway. there. See, like again, they obviously everybody knew what was coming here. Oh yeah, you know it's it's an iconic scene. It's the bathtub scene. Yeah, but I feel like it's not as well done. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something about the original. And I also feel like they, what they should have done, because like some scenes are just so utterly iconic. Mm -hmm. They could have done a similar scene. You know, like, you don't have to put her in the tub and have the claw come out of the water. You know, it could be kind of the same. Like, you could still do, like, a tub shower scene. That's what I was thinking, like, a shower sort of thing. You know. And she goes back to her room, and there's powdered sugar falling from the ceiling. That's what you get when you bake after midnight. (laughs) Isn't that a Judas Priest song? Yes, baking after midnight. (laughs) So now she realizes that she went to this daycare. 
Radom Daycare. Is that Radom? I thought it said. No, I think it's a B. Bad Ham. I think it's a B. Yes. Bad Ham Daycare. <laughs> oh, bring your own sandwich, kids. <laughs> you don't want to eat none of this. Bad Ham. Interesting name. Where did it come from? Well, it's an interesting story. <laughs> I got some bad ham once, and there it is. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> Wasn't that interesting? <laughs> I like how she's not very scared of Freddy. Yeah. Which is kind of... Kind of weird. I don't know. I think I would be kind of terrified in this aspect. Yeah, she's more grossed out <laughs> by his yeah. breath. I do like Freddy I like there. That line. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You smell different. And he's holding her hand like, you sick fuck. Yeah. But see, like, they got to him. Jesse's dead. <laughs> like, he was killed in a How prison he... cell with another prisoner. Why wouldn't your first instinct be that the other prisoner killed him? Yeah, or that, like, he committed suicide. Because he's in jail for a murder that he didn't do. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't immediately assume that Freddy Krueger did it. That he was killed by a dream monster. Yeah. Also, how did he know that that he died? I'm sure they told his parents, but then his parents were like, well, we better tell his fucking friends. We better call, what's his name? Quincy? Quint- Quentin's parents. Quentin. How is the guy in our dreams connected to the school? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I feel like everything is a very, very far reach. Mm-hmm. Yep, but they still manage to get it very easily. Yeah. Which, I don't know, maybe when we do the original Nightmare and really start pulling it apart, I might, I might feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was something hidden in the desk behind the drawer. That was easy. Yeah. It's very interesting. Like, why Why are you holding on to that? Yeah, right? You'd think you would throw What's it away. The point? And picking such a crappy place to hide it? Like, it just... You know, I don't know. I, I feel like I probably would have hit it better than putting it in an envelope labeled what it is <laughs> yeah like maybe i would have put it in like i would have put it in the folder that says like i don't know mortgage papers right yeah something that that they're not going <laughs> to want to look through yeah not something that looks hidden and i also find it funny that everyone's parents just keep these weird keepsakes from when their children were molested by somebody <laughs> yeah 
finally a little emotion. Yeah. I wanted you to forget, hence why I kept, you know, things from that time period that would alert you. <laughs> I wanted you to forget. That's why I kept everything. I find it odd that, like, they also let it slip to, like, one of the parents accidentally put a picture of Dean with with uh, Chris. You know, like, at, in his uh, funeral pictures. Right, yeah. Like, you, looking at it, like, way to blow it. Yeah, right? That's kind of odd. He was the gardener. He lived in the basement of the preschool. Yeah, you don't see that too often. No, I could understand if they were like, oh, he he owned the building or he was the caretaker. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah, so I'm always on on site. I'm the janitor. I, I do everything. I just don't teach. Right. But he's the gardener. Yeah. I also find it very, very odd that you let the gardener just like hang out with the kids alone. In the classroom? Yeah. <laughs> what year would this have to be? This was 1995, they said. Okay. So we come home from school and and Jesse's all, or uh, Nancy's all fucked up. So Freddie leaves town. Yeah. Before they were ever able to confront him. But they didn't call the police. Yeah, nobody... We didn't file a police report or or anything like that. Because why? Yeah, that's that's my big thing with this situation. Like, he skipped town, okay? There's police His name was Fred Krueger, like... Yeah, his name was Fred Krueger. He lived here. He drove this... Like, oh, okay, well, we'll put out, like, an all-points bulletin, we'll, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we have pictures of him, we have handwriting samples from his job application. Yeah. But no, he skipped town before we could call the police, so we're going to kill him. Yes. (laughs) Now he thinks it's crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. I mean, I know I was telling you about, like, sleep demons and sleep paralysis and dreams of the Pied Piper, but you're fucking crazy. But you're nuts. (laughs) And now we find out that Quentin's on the swim team. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is odd, because, like, Quentin doesn't look like the kind of kid that's a swimmer. No, he doesn't. He looks like the kind of kid who would just be sitting around getting high. Like, yeah, smoke weed with my friends, and I go skateboarding. But I got a thing for swimming. Yep, love, love my swimmings. <laughs> Gots to get my swim on. So now she's looking up all the other kids. Yes. The ones who didn't move back after middle school. Star athlete dies in her sleep. I find it very interesting that like she typed in the name and that was the first thing on the on her search bar. 
Yeah, you'd think you would have to browse through a little bit. Correct. Like, considering it's just local news, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that that didn't make national news that a teen died in a car accident in, like, Wilmington, North Dakota. Right, where it's the first thing that comes up on the search engine. Yeah. I feel like there's probably, like, if she typed in Lisa Harper, there's probably, like, an old celebrity Lisa Harper or a politician Lisa Harper. Yeah, you'd get dozens of professional soccer player and yeah all kinds of odd things or a writer yeah (laughs) definitely a writer definitely sounds like a writer's name maybe a a sailor maybe maybe like a traveling milkshake machine a what (laughs) traveling milkshake machine salesman oh yeah there's a lot of those like the guy that started McDonald's. The rabbi. Yep. So now he's doing aerobics in the water. <laughs> he is. Aqua size. And he wakes up in the... I don't even know what that would be. I don't know what you would use that for in a plant. Yeah, I don't know. The poop. Yeah. So now the family is chasing Kruger down. I don't I don't know how long Kruger's been running. And why they can't there catch him. Six, <laughs> there are six vehicles after him. I don't know how they haven't caught him yet. Like it's he's running on the road. He's leading the Rose Bowl parade. And he's like, gaining he, ground on the cars. Yeah. Like I understand if he was like running through this shit, then yeah, like, all right, yeah. You know, I'm not gonna fuck up my Buick. Yeah, and if he was like cutting down alleyways and jumping over stuff, but he was like running in a fairly straight open path. Yeah. This motherfucker is obviously cold inside of a dream. I don't know how he I don't know how that works. It is a very awkward looking like uh situation for him uh, being in this kind of yeah. dark, dreary wet atmosphere without any clothes on this is true i i like how the parents form a posse but they're all wearing like sweater vests oh yeah suburban suburban militia it's the mean street posse (laughs) pretty much oh my god yeah there's pete gas and there's rodney Rodney, joey abs oh god like, it looks like they just came right from the golf course. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, how's that, you know, how dare you? Like, what, my kids have to say what happened? Like, um, that's that's called due process. <laughs> we put, you know, you know that's, that's how it works. We don't call the police but, around here. But he also says he's like a... Uh, he says they have to go on a stand in front of all those people and say what happened. Typically, when they put kids on the stand, everybody has to leave the room except the judge and the lawyers. Yeah, yeah, you don't uh, you don't typically see children getting on the witness stand in front of a yeah, full courtroom. Of, yeah. Also, this place goes up so quick. Yeah, what's in there? It's like it looks I have like no a idea. building. And then it explodes. So, I mean, I don't know what was inside of that building. 
this was a good scene. I like this. Yeah. I think I think I much rather would have seen a, a prequel than than a prequel remake kind of deal like this. I would have loved to see the ending of the movie, kind of the beginning of the first. You know, where like the end of the movie says like fifteen years later. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I like all of the uh the flashbacks they do. Actually yeah. showing what happened to Freddy and <coughs> with him and the children. I think it'd be cool to have a whole movie that's just like Freddy. Yeah. Before he was burned. Like, yeah, definitely. Then we have the same the same kid from uh Friday the thirteenth remake. Yep. Is it him? It is him, yep. Gotcha. So he's talking about being hunted by a guy in a sweater. He should be really worried about that guy with the hockey mask. Yeah. God damn it, Michael Bay. Who jammed the spike through his neck. Yes, the screwdriver. The screwdriver. That's a great kill. I kind of like the... I kind of like the whole YouTube video thing. It's it's very like you see how at the end of his rope he is. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> it, it's a good modern take on yeah. it. I don't, I don't like how he dies in the video. I think that's too much. What happened? But I think like, like the sadness. The yeah. But I think just the sadness of like him breaking down, like, is there anybody out there that this is happening to? Can somebody please help me? And like, he's starting to cry. Like, I, I'm at the end of my rope, man. I'm making a YouTube video asking for help. Yeah. <laughs> Did you find the cave? No. No. We just burned him. I don't know. I didn't think my five-year-old would lie to me. <laughs> I didn't have time to look for any cave. I had to burn a yeah, man. I, I love this part of the movie because, like, to me, Quentin is finally making, like, the most fucking sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just, like, are, are you kidding me? You fucking lit somebody on fire? What the fuck, man? You murdered somebody well, you based young. on a are story told by a five-year-old? Yeah, and I love when he's like, when he says, like, did you find the cave? And he says, no. At this point, when I first saw the movie, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to make Freddy Krueger the victim. And I absolutely love that. Yeah. Like, I've said it about this movie that they they jumped the shark because, man, just leaving him as the fucking victim would have been perfect. Like, oh, you said I hurt your children and you fucking killed me. Well, now... You you want to say I hurt your fucking kids? Oh, I'll hurt your fucking kids, motherfucker. Yep, that was a really good uh, idea. But then they yeah. kind of doubled back. But then they're it. like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, he likes to diddle kids. And it's like, yeah, fuck that scumbag. Like, ah. Oh. Yeah, and you get that awful line towards the end that Quentin says. But we'll see it. 
There's a scene from the original oh, with Nancy. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, the body bag scene. And then you should have had Wes as the, the janitor. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's like dressed up as he's dressed up as Freddy Krueger. Um in the original, I think he's he's got the hat and the sweater and he's like mopping the floor at the fucking high school. Is that and it's Wes Craven. Is that him? Yeah, I'm almost positive that that's like his little cameo in the movie. I'll look it up real quick. Because they, they sure. also do it in Scream. Oh, maybe that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking of. Sorry. It's Scream. In this one, in this one the hall monitor says like don't forget your hall pass and she's wearing the sweater. Right. She's got the in glove Scream, on too, I think. Yes. Yeah. In Scream, Wes Craven is the janitor and he's dressed like Freddy. Yes, and they even do they call him Fred? I think they call him Fred, yeah. Yeah. I would love to know what fucking pharmacy this is that there's a pharmacist there that late. Oh yeah, I know. No fucking pharmacy around me is open that late. They're all four o'clock. Like, oh yeah, pharmacy hours, they they close at four. Nancy's fucking sweating. Yeah, so, she's gonna she's gonna start I, I, burning herself with the cigarette lighter. <laughs> I would love to know what, like, when this takes place. Because she's, like, sweating, but they're in Ohio. This is not like Ohio Ohio gets un- unbearably warm. No, they don't. And it's not summertime because they're in school. Right. Driving around in their 1989 Jeep Cherokee. Yes. They probably won on the Double Dare obstacle course. Yes. Oh, they found the flag in the big nose. <laughs> they never find it in the big nose. No, they never do. Half the time, Stop. I think they don't even put it in there. No. Mark Summers has just got it wedged up his butt. <laughs> Dig a little further. <laughs> Dig a little deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I like the song that's playing in the background. Yep. That was a good and I like idea. It's like, you can, like, I like how it's slowly transforming into the boiler room. Yep. It, it keeps going back and forth between the boiler room and the store. Yeah, as if, like, it's flashing lights. Mm-hmm. I like there's a little bit more of, um, I like that, like, again, like, it's just like, she's kind of asleep. She's kind of awake. Yeah. He's there. He's not there. Yep. He's affecting reality too. Which is odd. Yeah. There must not be anybody else in the store. Yeah, no. There's a girl laying in aisle four. Bleeding. bleeding and screaming. 
He's like, here, I've got some small band-aids. <laughs> I've got some Flintstones band-aids. Yeah. <laughs> he grabs him. He's like, do you want Dora the Explorer or Blue's Clues? <laughs> oh, the Blue's Clues, they make everything better. <laughs> I love it. Like that. Like, who did this to you? Like, remember the dude that left scars on my fucking back like this? <laughs> Maybe it was him. Remember the guy that you fucking murdered? Also, like, right here, this this scene where he's obviously rummaging through a, a med cart. Mm -hmm. Those things are always under lock and key. Yep. And I only know that because I work in healthcare. Yeah. Like, so not only, not only are they usually behind a locked door, unless the nurse is literally at the cart doing her job, but they're also then locked. Right. <laughs> it's not just help yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I just coughed and I farted at the same time. Oh, -hoo. Oh, oh, oh ladies top. and gentlemen. Now, where where were they going when they stopped at the pharmacy? Um, I don't know if they were going anywhere. I think they were going to the pharmacy because he needed to get his prescription filled. Okay. But it was like midnight, and then the guy's like, I have to call the doctor about this. Hold on. Like, well, you have the doctor's personal cell phone number? <laughs> sorry doc i know it's eleven forty-five at night but uh i have somebody here who's trying to get a prescription filled. <laughs> so he takes her to the Jeez. hospital and then he abducts her from the hospital yes all in a matter of 10 minutes yep yeah somehow she got out of the room without the three people outside of the door seeing her <laughs> Now we're going to take adrenaline. Oh. I would love to know, like, how you figure out how much you need. Yeah, he just fills up the needle and takes it. Yeah. Like, oh, this is enough. I like how he pulled over just to do that. Right. And then they're off they're again. Not even like in an indiscreet place. It's like, oh, I'll just pull into this very well lit gas station and, you know, do some drugs. <laughs> now, I'd like to know where they ended up. Look at the background. They just left like the gas station. And now it's like rolling cornfields. Yeah, they're in a cornfield. So they're heading to this school. Okay. Which I, I don't recall how they figured out where it is. Regardless, look at the distance. Like, this is a drive. Mm -hmm. Like, look at the background. Who the fuck sends their kids to preschool this far away from where you live? Yeah. Like, unless everybody that lives on Elm Street or whatever in that small little town. Springwood. Springwood. Um, unless they all work wherever this cornfield road takes them. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ, that just scared me. Holy fuck. 
Oh, Freddy in the oh, road. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Now, this is one of That's those floating cornfields. Yes. So now, like, we're in, like, the bayou. Yeah, there's three feet of water in that cornfield. Right off the side of the road. Wow, something is crackling a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for that. I have no idea what it is. It sounds like fucking popcorn. Now it's done. Is it gone? Yes. I didn't hear it. Oh, God. It was very, very bad. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I've heard that 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 can happen with Zencaster, that it can be a real shitty fucking platform to record on with pops and stuff. Huh. So we're going to try a different platform next time, folks. So anyway, they get to this fucking preschool here, and we have now broken in. Um... It's kind of odd because, like, I, I, I don't know. I, like, why was this abandoned? Yeah, you don't see too many schools that are just left to rot. Yeah. Like, it's a preschool. Like, it's just a preschool. I mean, maybe the parents you- sued them or something. I don't know. They didn't do anything else. Like, they didn't want their kids to get on the stand. The parents killed all of the school employees. I like how it says maintenance, and it's just like this dingy basement. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just kind of weird. Oh, yeah, this was the maintenance shop. Of the preschool. Yeah. With, like, a fucking oil lantern? Why is that down there? They were in preschool in 1995. And, yeah, that's that's where Freddy lived. Like, yeah, he, he lived in the basement of the... In the basement of the preschool. Like, legit. The basement. Yeah. Not even, like, a nice room. Like... What the fuck kind of a deal did he have with the preschool? Like the preschool? Yeah, where he just lives in the basement. And then you're okay with it. Nobody did checks and saw like this weird shit, like that fucking drawing and like drawings of children. It's so fucking weird. Like it looks like a typical dungeony kind of room, but. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like this wouldn't fucking happen. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. Oh, you just got really far away. Did I? Hello. Oh, there you go. Now you're back. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. That was weird. There's a clown mask. Yes. But yeah, I just like, 
I don't know when the like what happened that the preschool was like left abandoned. It was it abandoned after all of these horrible things took place. Possibly. But then all I think, but I think like, well, we didn't say that these horrible things took place. We just murdered the man and then covered it up. Yeah, we don't really get a history of the what happened after that at the school. Yeah. So like, but it definitely looks like the school, like it was just abandoned. Like there's still school chairs and stuff. Like nothing really happened. Yeah. They didn't pack anything up. They just kind of closed the doors one day and nobody ever came back. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Like, it looks like they were taken away or like, like a Chernobyl home. (laughs) We have to leave now. (laughs) Oh, all right. The nuclear reactor in the basement started leaking, so they just had to take off. That's it. And then the other thing that's weird is, like, it was 1995, and now it's 2010, so it's been 15 years. In 15 years, nobody, nobody was like, I'm going to reopen that daycare because this area should really have another daycare. No, we're not going to do that. Like, oh, no, no, no. Don't go in that daycare there. That daycare there is haunted now. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> it was, what's his name? Fucking Judge from from Pet Cemetery. Fred Gwynn. <laughs> it, was, it was Herman Munster. It was Herman Munster. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Mr. Gambini, what is a ute? Look at these two utes down in the basement of the preschool. (laughs) I feel like that's an easier question to answer than the fact that like a man in your dreams is coming after you and you somehow brought reality into or the dream into reality. Yeah. He's like, what does he want from us? He's never going to stop. Like, I don't think he really wants anything but to fucking kill us because that's all he's doing. I think that's what he wants. He wants you I dead. Think he wants, yeah. <laughs> that's some good logic, Nancy. <laughs> if we sit here, we're going to die. I should do it. I'm the one who pulled his sweater out. It's like, Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'm the only one who can do it. So he's like, "Here, you got to believe in something." Yeah, yeah, take my cross. That'll get him. Yes, cuz obviously it's helped him. Yeah, let's make out. Now what what I don't get is this kiss here, like I don't know. I, I, I don't know. The bond, like, what bond did they form? Just the fact that, like, we're in this together? I feel like a hug would have sufficed. A kiss almost makes it romantic. Like, I love you. Like, I feel like just like a really strong hug. When they were in the Jeep, they were talking about going on a date when this is all over. But up to this moment, they haven't really had any romantic connection with each other. Correct. 
I guess it's just one of those moments where it's like, well, fuck it. Yeah, you kiss I guess. because I it's die. in the script. That's it. That's every reason I have ever kissed a man in my life. Because <laughs> it was in the script. It was in the script. Hey, he, Weakest paper shredder ever. He snapped that right off of there. It doesn't break at the hinge. He fucking snapped it right off in the fucking center. Yeah, he snaps the metal blade. Clean in half. It's not like it was bending where he had to twist it back and forth for the metal to heat up and get pliable and snap. He literally just broke it right off. Yeah, he's like the Hulk. Even Yeah, even though there was a fucking, like, there's like the pin hinge there, you know, the pivot bar the, that it swings on. The pin on. head. Yes, the pin head. You think it would have broken off there? Nah. No. It never breaks oh, off. Oh, good job, Mister Adrenaline. And he's supposed to be the one staying awake. Yeah. He sits down for one second. Yeah. Nancy, you won't wake up. I know you won't let that happen. He's like, well, at least that makes one of us. <laughs> I'll do my best. Oh shit! Dude, I did all that. I did all that adrenaline in the jeep. I'm all out and I'm fucking beat, man. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, man. All I just thought of was when in Freddy vs. Jason they make the connection, and it's even faster in that than this. Yeah. No, that's not That's not a copy. That's the real Jason. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> He's so sure. You know, like, no, that's, I've seen what he can do. That's the real thing. Like, what are you, the Jason expert? (laughs) These murders happened like 25 years ago. What do you mean? (laughs) You were like eight years old, man. Like, I'm looking at you, the the cop, like. (sighs) I think I heard one of the cops say a name. It sounded like uh, Freddy. (laughs) (laughs) What was the name? What was the name? <laughs> Freddy. <laughs> Some of the worst writing ever. Yeah. But I don't know. These were pretty bad. This was pretty bad, too. Yeah. Like when he when she's like, fuck you. Oh, sounds like fun, but it's a little fast for me. Maybe we should hang first. And he shows her the dead friends. Yeah. And I'm like, that's kind of a lame line. Mm -hmm. But ooh, sounds like fun is good. Yeah. Yeah, but the the little tag line. (laughs) Like, oh, really? Let's hang first? Oh, good job. This worked for for, uh, Lori. Yeah. (laughs) The closets with the slits never work. Plus, you would think, like, you're in his world. Do you think he would know? Correct. Like, <laughs> Well, doesn't he? Isn't he then in the He's closet in the closet, with <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Silence. <laughs> like, that's, I like that. That's good. Yeah. Oh, 
I like that. That's a cool take on the on the original. Yep. The the blood. like instead of like the the oatmeal steps, mm-hmm. you're now just <laughs> in a fucking blood hallway. Damn that Quaker. <laughs> I hate that guy on the oatmeal box. The other thing that I like is as she's drowning in the blood, Mm -hmm. as he's walking towards her, he's he's walking on the blood. Yeah. And this was cool. Like, obviously, a take on the, like, the blood went into the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the Johnny Depp scene. Where he gets sucked into the bed and blended. Yes. The nails on the door. That was good. Mm -hmm. Your memories are what fuels me. Please don't. What, uh, where else does Freddy say that? Oh, God. Your eyes say no. Oh, does he? But my mouth says yes. Isn't that the way he says it previously? I think that, yes, yeah. Is that in the first one? I don't know if it's in the first one or if it's in Freddy versus Jason. I can't remember the... Let's see. I'm going to look it up. Yes, do so. What the fuck is that noise? What noise? It's like a fucking, like, it sounds like a fucking ratchet. It is. It's Freddy vs. Jason. Is it? Yep. I swear to God, it's got to be something by, like, phone. Do you still hear it? I just did. Now it's done. Oh, there you go. Now it's back. (laughs) Shit. I don't hear it. Man, ladies and gentlemen, I fucking apologize. This is bullshit. We're not going to use Zencaster anymore if this is the way it's going to fucking go. It's just a fucking constant. Jesus Christ! Do you still hear it? Uh, it's in and out. I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. (laughs) Yeah, I really hope that that's not recording because, man, that sucks. It sounds like electrical interference on my side. Yeah, I don't hear anything. All right, well, whatever. So anyway, Nancy's back in the real world now. With Freddy. 
and now they're beating the fuck out of Freddy. That's usually how it goes. Typically. Stabbing him with the adrenaline needle. Nice try, Nancy. Yeah, some of the one-liners suck. Let me take a stab. Yeah, I feel like if you were in this situation, you would be making... Cuts the hand off. With the extremely flimsy paper cutter. Oh, you're in my world now, bitch. Oh, hurts, doesn't it? Yes, because that's what would happen. I would have I would have many things to say. Wow, this noise. Very odd. Never had it before. You still have it? Oh, yeah. Hold on. It sucks. I really hope that it's not fucking the program or anything. But anyway, they just killed Freddy Krueger. Now they're going to burn the fucking place to the ground. So we followed our parents' footsteps and just take the law into our own fucking hands. Freddy Krueger's dead. Fucking burn the fucking preschool to the goddamn ground. You still there, Mike? I am here. Yes, I'm watching oh. the preschool burn. Yes. Fire department's here. I just want to make sure the program didn't fuck up. No, I am here. So they're loading everybody into the ambulance. Quentin gets his oxygen mask because he's a pussy. Because <laughs> he can't breathe on his own. Pussy lungs can't breathe on his own. <laughs> what a bitch. Nightmare's over. Still no emotion out of Nancy. Yeah, no. Good Lord. Just, she's like, all right. End scene? Is it end scene? I'll just close my eyes till it's end scene. <laughs> All right, Nancy, end scene. What I don't understand, which may- maybe as we watch the other nightmares, it'll be a little bit more clear. Mm-hmm. But if like if it's the memory of Freddy Krueger that that keeps him alive, yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't it not matter if you bring him out of the fucking dream? Like that once you fucking remember, he's if he's a memory, he's a memory. Right. He should just come back. I'm assuming like that. Yeah. So, so he gets the mom that's pulls it. through the mirror. Yeah, pulls mom through the mirror, which is kind of a little, uh, you know, a little throwback to the original where he sucks her through the fucking door. <laughs> through the door. <laughs> Which I thought was great. I mean, yeah. I think it's it's funny. It's fucking comical, but it's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, 
uh, it, you could tell how forgettable to me. Uh, this is what I'll have to say. You could forget. You could tell how forgettable the movie is by the fact that there was so little to really talk about. I feel we were able to go off topic. There wasn't too many pause parts. Um, yeah, it was. I don't know. It seemed like a, a very generic movie with Freddy Krueger in it. Yeah, it's very bland. It's yeah, like, I uh, feel that way. Very bland, very basic. Yeah. Um, almost predictable in not the typical sense, but like, uh, like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's... Maybe it's bad taste because it doesn't have Robert, and I like Robert as as Freddy. Obviously, I know that they went for something different, and they got something different, and I'm not saying that Jackie was bad, mm-hmm. but just like everybody else, like Robert England is Freddy Krueger. Right. Um, but yeah, characters, I feel, were very, very forgettable. Like, they were just there. It's, to me, it's a Freddy movie, mm-hmm. much like we had said about uh, about the Friday remake, that it's a Jason movie. Oh, yeah. You go to see Jason. So I feel like this, you went to see Freddy. But just what happened in the earlier movies, that the more you see Freddy, the less impactful Freddy is. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're just seeing way too much of him. He's talking way too much. There's just too much going on with him. Yeah. And they, they originally they had planned to do two more of these. Really? Yep. They had signed, uh, what's his name, wow. for two more appearances as Freddy. And then wow. uh, they cut both of them when, uh, even though this film did well financially in the theaters, I think this was the highest grossing Nightmare on Elm Street out of the series. Really? Yeah. Wow, but, uh, it, that's that's impressive. It had such negative reviews with the fans and the audiences that they just decided to cut the the next two that they had wow. signed him on to do as Freddy. Yeah, they weren't to me like I don't know. I just don't see. Uh, I I just don't see sequels to these. Like, I mean, without. I don't know. What the fuck would the sequel even be? I'd love to... Did they have anything even in the works? They were looking at doing something where Freddy is going after the people who burned him, the parents. Okay. And that was going to be one of the next ones. Okay. That was all I I read about. I mean, in a sense, it seems plausible mm-hmm. considering like freddie freddie comes back because you remember him i'm sure all the parents remember him every fucking day mm-hmm. you know that they murdered another individual yeah unless they're taking that hypnosil that's it Ooh, hypnosil that's why mom was an alcoholic we're gonna develop a drug that makes us not think about freddie krueger <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? It's called Krugersil. <laughs> Krugersillin. <clears throat> um, that's weird. I like you said with the sequel. I just can't see sequels coming of this. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to see one. <laughs> no. 
No, I don't think so. How would you how would you grade this movie? Oh boy. Um <laughs> I would say probably somewhere around a D or a C minus. Mm-hmm. Um it's not a complete failure, but I, I I don't watch this movie, not even for like ha ha's or kicks. Like this is the first time I've seen the movie all the way through since I saw it in theaters when it came out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's definitely, uh, I feel that says a lot about the movie. Yeah. What about you? I'd give it a C. Um, okay. It's got a few moments that are cool that we had mentioned, but mm-hmm. there's not a lot of value in watching it. Like when I, when I watch a movie, I either watch it because there's some kind of um, enjoyment in seeing it. Or if there's not, right. then it's so bad that I like watching it just to make fun of it. <laughs> and Correct. Correct. Like it's so bad that it's comical. Right. And there's none of that in this movie. Like I, I don't enjoy watching the movie. There's really nothing there. The kills aren't great. The acting's not great. No, the effects aren't that great. No, the effects aren't good. And it, it's not, but it's not so bad that it's entertaining to watch. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not Plan Nine from Outer Space. No, where then it just becomes laughable, and you just make fun of the movie, and you you have a good time watching it, and like, oh my god, oh my god, did you see that? And it, you know, it becomes, it becomes a joke, right? But the movie is not that no, bad. It's it's just sad. <laughs> Yeah, it's not bad enough to be bad, but it's not good enough to be good. It's one of those movies where you watch it and you're constantly looking at the progress bar to see when it's going to be over. Right, right. (laughs) Or it's one of those movies that you always start and never finish because something important happens, like you have to clip your toenails or something. It's one of those movies that's always on your continue watching on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) You wish there was a way to get it off. You just start watching other things so it'll get further down the list so you don't have to see it. <laughs> then one day you go in and you fast forward and you stop it like five seconds from the end so that it'll <laughs> just be done. That's it. Like, just get it over with. Yes, I watched it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not great. <laughs> like considering giving it a lower grade now that we yeah, talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really i mean honestly i i i hate putting i don't want to put a bad taste in anyone's mouth that hasn't seen this movie which i'm sure that that's that's a very small number but like if you haven't seen it or you haven't seen it in a while just rewatch it you know go go judge it for yourself this is just my opinion mm-hmm. and it was just not good it's like stale juice sure like stale juice it still quenches your thirst but it just doesn't taste as good as when it's fresh yeah it's just uh, like i'd rather have water (laughs) i'd rather have juice that's good this is this is how i would rather watch this movie with like the director and actor commentary on because that would be more interesting than the actual movie. 
You know, like that should be the main movie. And then the special edition should be without commentary. <laughs> so if you want to see how bad this movie really is, oh God, I feel bad for <laughs> ripping it up this much. Because it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I mean, it is, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch this movie with the commentary on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I'd I'm rather sorry. watch this movie as a minimized window on my desktop <laughs> while a better movie plays in a maximized window. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God, it's rough. Yeah, and after this, I think New Line decided they weren't doing any more <laughs> remakes of horror <laughs> movies. Well, they're just not good at it. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh. So, well, um, yeah, that's Nightmare on Elm Street 2010, an hour and 35 minutes of of your life that you'll never get back. Yeah. And, and this more. is how I, I will say this. I'll say this. The movie is an hour and 35 minutes. This podcast is an hour and 45 minutes. That shows you that there is so little to talk about in this movie. And we were dicking around a little bit at the beginning, too. Correct. And we're dicking around now. Like, just the movie's over yeah. and we're still going. So it really shows you, I don't know, how unappealing the movie is. I, I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but that's my honest opinion. Yeah. If I never saw this movie again, I, it wouldn't bother me. Right. If they took it off Netflix, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't write a if letter. I, yep. If I owned the movie or didn't own the movie, it wouldn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. It's it is forgettable at best. And that's and that's the point of these podcasts. We're not just going to do, you know, fantastic movies. Oh, of course. We're do yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, it's it's supposed to encompass everything. Even if even if we know going into it is going to be a bad movie. Oh yeah, because 95% of horror movies are absolutely terrible. Yes, yeah, you find diamonds in the rough. And of course everybody knows those, but to get to the diamonds in the rough, you need to go through the rough. <laughs> <laughs> so so real quick, I want you to yeah. I want you to give me your list of the the best top Ooh. let's say top 23 <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker ladies and gentlemen i'm pretty sure you said top two or three i, I think that's what you said i, I know you couldn't have said 23 no, i said 23 um okay <laughs> real quick real quick <laughs> Give me a synopsis of the top 48 greatest movies of all time. I was going to say top 23 Dracula <laughs> movies. <laughs> oh, oh, God. But I want you to put them in alphabetical order going by the last name of the leading lady. <laughs> oh, okay. No. So, so not, it really isn't my list. This is a uh, this is an alphabetized list. <laughs> but it's it's of your opinion of the best. So take the whole okay. list, cut it down to twenty three <laughs> of the best, and then put it in order. <clears throat> oh, oh, okay, gotcha. Maybe another time. Oh my god. Maybe another time. Oh god. But a anybody listening who uh, who wants to suggest a movie that they'd like to hear us do. Yeah, yeah, by all means, uh, you could comment, uh, whatever, Facebook, 
that's the only platform we're on because fuck all the other platforms. But and anywhere you could listen to podcasts, uh, we we send it out through Anchor FM, which you know they're awesome for hosting. But uh, uh, it's like Apple Music and like Google listen music. to music whatever google is <laughs> <laughs> and spotify that's all i care about spotify i love spotify mm-hmm. so yeah if you're listening still i don't know how you are you i mean you made it through nightmare on elm street so you've got fucking stamina <laughs> you could you could go the distance oh, yeah um yeah leave a comment and and we'll definitely do the fucking movie we got no problem with that so but uh all right well on uh on that note, we'll, Michael, we'll see you next week. We'll uh, slap you on the chapped ass. Yes, we will. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to catch us next week. Same horror time. Same horror channel.